0: Hi friends, you're welcome to episode 5 of Silver Podcast on photography and this is the part where I let you know a little about our guest. On today's episode we have Tom Seta. Tom Sater is a documentary photographer or photojournalist. He's a short filmmaker and a podcast producer from Nigeria. Uh, his work is focused on contemporary social issues like immigration, economy, other humanitarian affairs, and so many more. And his work has been exhibited internationally. Like, for instance, he's featured in the Venice Biennale, University of Oxford, Louisiana Museum of Modern Art, and as part of He's, he's been also part of the Everyday Africa traveling exhibitions across the world. He's been part of the Luke Tree Festival and Addis Ababa Photo Festival, amongst others. Um, Tom has worked for international media outlets, including The Economist, Google, Washington Post, New York Times, Time... ZIT Germany, Huffington Post, Financial Times, Lufthansa, The Telegraph UK, Japan Times, Bloomberg, BBC, Human Rights Watch, Mercedes-Benz, IFC, UNHCR, WFP, UNOCHA, Oxfam, Catalyst for Peace, Canon Europe, Big Dutchman Germany, International Rescue Committee, Mercy Corps, and I hate this part, and so many more. <laughs> Um, and in 2018, he was invited to facilitate a storytelling workshop um, at Contact Photography Festival in Toronto, Canada. And he's also giving a talk about his work at the Bronx Documentary Center in New York. He's a member and contributor to the photographic collective called Everyday Africa. This, my friends, is Tom Seta. And I really would like you to, like, get you know, you, you're, not, you're not going to get ready for this, basically. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. You're not going to get ready for what Tom is about to share. But trust me, you're going to have something to really reflect on and, you know, watch out for in your journey as an emerging or thriving um, photojournalist or documentary photographer. Yeah, and in other ways, you express yourself as a photographer anyway. Um, yeah, so take something from this and please apply it. So, here's our conversation after the click. So, tell me, what's what's on your mind right now about photography? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, what's on my mind now? Uh, like pho-
0: these days, like these days, what's, what's the big topic around photography for you these days?
1: Um... Okay, I mean ever since you contacted me ever since <coughs> sorry. Yeah. Um since you um you contacted me about you know this podcast. Yeah. You know, I keep wondering what do I have to say. Um because I'm at a point in my life or I have been in at a point in my life in the last almost three years now where I've been struggling to 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 question or figure out you know the direction of my work or what am i doing as an artist um and in that process um i lost i lost myself in that process um where i was struggling a lot to even understand um my life as a photographer what i've been doing all along um, and i'm i'm not sure if i have an answer to that but uh i'm just pushing myself and just going on uh in the process trying to find out what is yeah what's going on like <laughs> i'm 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 very confused with my career honestly really yeah i yeah. am i am i think that's the way i'll put it i'm I'm very confused i and mean i've been doing this for almost like twelve years twelve years now i'm going hmm. and and I've covered a lot of stories i've covered so many stories that you know those stories have in a way also affected my outlook on life a lot okay and that it's made me question humanity a lot, and, you know, I, mis- you know, I cover a lot of social issues, um, and these are issues has got a lot to do with human suffering, and, you know, and as a human being, like, it just makes me, you know, question, you know, why, you know, as human beings we inflict so much pain and suffering onto other people um and it comes with a lot of guilt as well like feeling so much guilt like i make good money when i get a job from doing what i do and and a lot of the project i work on and project that exist or claim to be you know fixing humanity problem but you know, as years go by i see less of that happen i'm seeing more of human suffering and struggles and wealth disparity and you know privilege and how human beings use their power influence and privilege to like cause pains uh, to others um, so you know it p- got me into a very confusing state where I struggled a lot of guilt for s- so many years like why does my life get better financially and why do other people's lives work you know doesn't change Mm. you know um yeah i don't know if
0: that's that's very honest Mm. yeah thank you for that but Mm. um i'll say like don't you draw some i don't know doesn't it make you feel less guilty to to see that your your stories the stories you're telling with your pictures are helping you know excuse me Yeah, are helping shed light you know on those social issues or helping uh people who have solutions know that there is a problem in those areas mm. or there are problems in those areas and then they can provide solutions if they didn't fit like don't you see yourself as one of the one of those really just putting a spotlight on those who do not have a voice you know, to say, oh, this is what's going on here, and, you know, with the hopes that it, it, it brings them some help or some change. Like, exposing injustice or exposing a social issue, which is, which is probably what you're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, doesn't, doesn't it also... Is it not in bid to bring a solution to those areas? Is it not in bid to get some attention you know, of some people who have the solutions or is it just, do you think it is just ending up as news and, you know, traffic for some media websites and so mm-hmm. on? Yeah. Um,
1: <coughs> I do, I mean, to, a, to a certain level, when I started doing, uh, when I started these I, you know, I, I thought that I had a high expectation that my work would create a change, would create a difference. will, you know, um, I take photos when I make photos I make photos to to uh with the hope that they will spark up they will spark a conversation or they will in you know, spark a conversation highlight or expose or show what it's happening and people would would you know, act on it and make a change. But you know, again it's it's just beyond that, you know, and this is where It goes back to where my frustration also comes from like i said i've been doing this for almost 12 years now where you know you do this for such a long time you keep like photographing the same situations all the time and you're hoping that something will change but then you're not seeing the you're not seeing dramatic change as you expected to see of course i believe in like small small changes and all that Mm -hmm. but you know this we're talking about human suffering here yeah you know, no one deserves to
0: To go through something. Yeah,
1: to suffer, you know. I mean, okay, suffering, you know, it's 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 part of humans, you know, we have to go through suffering but also as humans like we're put in this world to also like be a blessing in the life of other people to, to, to not everybody's gonna be rich, not everybody's gonna be poor. But we we are blessed we have these things so that we could you know, um um blaze or like you know impacts other people's life but you know but as time goes as i get exposed and traveling and seeing a lot of you know um what is happening i keep i, I keep I, I started wondering like are humans are we doing enough to really really you know to to make an impact a positive impact in the life of other people or are we are just like doing this thing for our own selfish again of course like uh, my i'm happy when people say they've been inspired by my work that i create you know i you know for me also that's also comes as a being a blessing in a way because people are finding inspiration from what I, i do which is great you know if it helps someone become a better photographer tomorrow or get into photography to you know to have a living or to like impact that's great that's but I you know I, I enjoy those kind of feedback and seeing that my work is like impacting people too. I mean it's inspiring people mm-hmm. but also I wanted more than just inspiring people to become something for just their own benefit I for me my own ideology or belief is like you know um, we should use what we have you know no matter how little it is to to help other people to in advance uh, humanity you mm. um, know
0: mm. yeah well I, I think it's i think you're really kind of um looking at the big picture of the work and that is why you see beyond just getting your job done to okay does this really make a difference am i even part of those who are solving a problem but i mean have you considered and this is me really speaking because this is me speaking you know um to you right now, yeah. <laughs> weirdly, yeah. But you probably know these things. Um, but th- it, it probably would be worse. I mean, look at days where we didn't have the technology of documenting realities hmm. and people could just do things without fear of anyone asking them questions hmm. or, or seeking justice, like sending them to prison for a crime or something like that, or people probing political officers for how they spent a particular budget, you know. People get to see these things because of stories that um, uh, visual artists, you know, documentary filmmakers or photographers get to tell out there, mm. you know, they help amplify the voices of, of people who are trying to raise awareness in society to the injustices just mm. so, you know, we can make solutions there but i think the truth is about about life is that some of these things keep happening um like you said you've been in this for 12 years and it's not like the world is you know an ice cream yard right now it's still pretty much in fact we're seeing more right we're seeing mm. more um and i i wonder how you're coping with that uh, have you done any have you done any jobs um in recent times is that correct any jobs <laughs> so have you done any jobs in recent times that kind of speaks to any of you know like so far as 2020 is concerned like any of the recent you know uh social issues that have been getting a lot of media attention and people are really just fed up have you had to cover any of these stories
1: uh, you mean like in regards to and COVID? Like, uh, COVID?
0: Uh, anything connected to the pandemic or connected to um Well, in Nigeria, something that has been really disturbing has been the issue of sexual harassment, Mm. you know, rape, uh, Mm. police brutality. And then Mm. even outside the country, you know, you have Mm. like uh, the anti-racism movement and um, yeah, like 2020, big topics right now, sadly, sadly, Mm. are around these things. Um, Have you had to document um, any anyone anything mm. to tell a story to project mm. anything from within Nigeria or beyond, you know, about these things.
1: Okay. I haven't I haven't done any paid work since I d- I haven't done any work related to COVID or the sexual harassment or s- any of the major issues happening globally right now. In twenty twenty in twenty twenty as we speak. Um the last job I actually did was, I think, October last year, and I just, I happened to finish the job in the beginning of November, okay. and that was it, and I haven't done any paid work since then. Uh, and Uh So in January, on the 20th of January this year, uh, I needed to get out of Lagos. I was really bored and, you know, just wanted, a. a I needed a break, and I needed some kind of a holiday so um, i booked a flight got a really cheap flight from here to rwanda and i i flew to rwanda and then traveled around east africa that which is uganda a bit of congo and then kenya all by bus okay. um and why before i was traveling I, I was in touch with one of my friend ida ida mulune she's ethiopian she runs the at this photo festival in Ethiopia, and so we're talking and i told her i was gonna get away and just travel for a bit and so she told me about this project in rwanda on refugees that she has worked on i think two or two years ago and and i was also talking to her about how like i've lost my interest in photography and how like i'm really struggling with uh photographing like i'm scared of even looking at the camera and and she was like um, trying to encourage me to like you know to take it gradually small small and <laughs> like maybe and so she told me about this project in uh, in rwanda on refugees living there that she has worked on and with the help of ethiopian ngo and uh, if i'll be interested in like you know um, collaborating or like working on that just to kind of like get myself back into falling in love with You know personal project of photography again so i mean it's a bit of a heavy um topic but you know i was up to that challenge so when i was done with my travels uh i tried to hike Mount, mount kenya sorry i tried to hike mount kenya with uh with a friend with two of my friends um you know we did uh even though I didn't make it to the summit to the top of the summit because I had altitude sickness uh, and I have to descend back. But I mean it was something that I've never done before. I have to I push myself, you know, beyond my limits and stepping out of my comfort zone which is incredible. I think we all need to step out of our comfort zone from time to time. And so when I was done with that then I traveled to back to Rwanda. Um to spend time with this, um, uh, this organization that then gave me access into the refugee camps there. So I was there for like a week, you know, going to different refugee camps and photographing and spending time with the people there, which is, uh, in a way nice, but it was also very kind of challenging for me because for a while now I have, I'm struggled with human connection you know i as a photographer i love humans i love connecting with people the i love you said
0: it i love humans like <laughs> like <laughs> we're like you know we're one option you know it's just us you know yeah i love i love people i yeah, love i'm yeah. a lover of people okay, I, I love think that's what you mean, like you love
1: people yeah i love people i mean yeah. i mean uh, i love people you know having conversation with people and photographing i love human interaction but you know, for a while now, like I said earlier about how, you know, after years of covering so many different stories and seeing the, how humans have caused sufferings and, ev- um, you know, suffering to other people, it made me like, even after a lot of personal struggles as well, you know, uh, it made me become so scared of people, you know, and I wasn't looking at people the same way again, you know, so even to like photograph people. That are even suffering in difficult situation was like, it was hard. It was hard because there was this guilt. I felt like I'm a vulture as well. Like, I, you know, I I like to believe that when you're photographing people that have been through trauma, that have been through very difficult experiences, you're in a way kind of like magnifying their problem. You're reminding me of reminding them of that problem because you have to ask them questions. You have to like get to know them by asking them all these questions. You know, so. Um, I was just I felt it was a struggle for me but you know I was able to like you know make some photos around the camps I think I went to about like three to four different camps around uh, Rwanda and these were like refugees from like Congo or refugees from Somalia, Eritrea, Sudan from other countries African countries who were trying to like make it to, to Europe but they couldn't and they would then return back um and so it was quite interesting to you know to listen and to listen to these people's stories and make photos of them mm. Um, so that's, that's I would say that's one uh, kind of a bit he- yeah, that, that's kind of an experience you've had so yeah far. story this year this is one a bit kind of heavy mm. I mean heavy project that I have worked on so far this year and when I finished that project it was the beginning of the COVID, the pandemic Mm. that was happening and uh, a lot of countries were closing down their borders and all that and I have to like quickly fly back home to to Lagos and since then I've been in lockdown ever since then yeah Yeah.
0: okay um so from what you're saying I see that you're I I think it's called like when you have a high level of um, empathy you tend to you tend to connect with people know you you almost kind of feel what they feel yeah you know, when mm. they're going through a hard time it's mm. almost like you're you're in it with them just from hearing their stories mm. and seeing them in that situation you, mm. you wish you could you know do more yeah. and you feel that the weight of that you know for that time on you as well um, and that's actually a good quality I think a lot of photographers don't have which is what Leads to some photographers exploiting people's pain to make stories out of them, mm. you know, because yeah, it will end up on world press photo or something like that. Um, so yeah, this leads me to another question. Like right now, I can see on your, on your door. Let me just call this a door. So on your door post, you have kind people are my kind of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of people are my kind of people. Mm. Um. And I remember you having like a T-shirt or something like that that says "Be kind." Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So kindness is something that matters to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what has that got to do? H- how has that mentality, you know, come into your work as a documentary photographer? Yeah, mm. yeah. A documentary. You do more than photography these days, don't you? Sorry. You do more than photography these days, don't you?
1: Yeah, like um, you mean like with skills in terms of skills. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I do films as well, like. Okay. Short films and sometimes I do play with audio. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm. So, um, how does that help you as a storyteller, audio visual storyteller? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean,
1: I'm just uh, I'm experimenting. That's Mm. what I'm. No,
0: I I mean I mean the mentality. You know, be kind.
1: Oh. Oh, you mean like. Oh, you're making reference to I have signs about be kind and kindness around me, and yeah. how so? How does that step into your work Oh, you how know. does that? W- yeah, I mean, I for me, how do I put it? I think first, I would say kindness is a beautiful thing. It's
0: a beautiful thing. It's
1: a beautiful thing. Kindness is a beautiful thing. Sure, sure. And, and as humans, like. Um, um, we need we we need kindness like kindness like we all need kindness and I think um, I, d- I really don't know I'm I'm a kind like I I, I don't <laughs> like to say I don't like to say I'm a kind person. It's okay that's not a bad thing. If yeah, you're, you, I feel if you're like someone I'm who is kind. That's you know, what you're
0: say you're actually kind, Tom. I know you. I know you to be a kind person. Don't <laughs> let me blow your trumpets now. I could go on. Um, um, yeah.
1: But the reason why i become a bit kind of vocal and visual about kindness is because, as I said earlier, it's like I've witnessed, I've seen a lot of, you know, sufferings that has been caused by humans humans to other humans. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we could avoid all this then if we're just like kind to each other. People need, we need, everyone is struggling. People are really, really struggling. Everybody is is struggling one way or the other and i i think you know you can you, you need empathy to be kind mm-hmm. you know i i think i don't know they all sound the same but there's a bit of a difference in that but you know um okay so let me put it this way mm-hmm. i think first of all i want to say kindness is free
2: mm-hmm.
1: kindness is in every human being every human every one of us every human being is capable of you
2: being know kind.
1: being kind mm-hmm. um it's in us you know and i think in everything we do we need to apply kindness we need to apply empathy because everybody is struggling and kindness exists within us so that we can use it to relate with people you know so as a photographer you know i'm like i said i make i feel like i'm making money from sometimes from the misery of other people like telling pe- other people's mm-hmm. story you know and the least you could do is just be kind to these people because they, they're giving you something anytime someone stopped for you to photograph every time someone stopped to share a story with you and you lift up your camera to them, they're doing you a huge favor they're being kind to you and you have to be kind to them and just even beyond photography we need to apply kindness in 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 everything we do you know I was I was homeless for a very long time and you know um, I witnessed a lot of I experienced a lot of kindness from you know, uh, other homeless people. We this all we knew. We have, you know, and it made me realize that people who don't even have <laughs> tends to be give up to even give more.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, because they know what it feels like to be in that situation, and they they're don't more wa- generous. Yeah, yeah. yeah they more. I, I wouldn't say you know. I've known people who are rich <laughs> and are very generous and very kind. So I wouldn't yeah. want to generalize. But I'm just yeah. saying that, yeah. you know, you don't have to step into other people's shoes to be able to be kind we just need to be kind to everybody i think it's it's um it works like magic you -hmm. know it's like it works like magic how do
0: you mean like does does that make your work easier does it make people open up to you better does it make them like what how how does that help you how does that help you in your work really
1: Mm, i don't think i don't use kindness because i want people to Okay. Because you could be kind to somebody, and they could be, they could treat you bad. True. They could still say no to you. True. Like I'm saying, kindness is is human. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of whatever you are doing, whether you're a doctor, everything. Sorry, you need, you need, you need kindness. Yeah. You know, but I mean, as a photographer, like, I'm just a kind person. Where I apply that in every mm-hmm. aspect of my life. So the way I, I talk to people. You know, I talk to them. I try to talk to them in a very kind way. I try to, you know, first of all, I apply empathy. You know, and I'm big on radical empathy. You know, and I think these thing are things that they're inside of us. That's I wa- I like to. S- they're ingredient elements of mm. being human. Mm. You know, as humans, we need that. We need empathy. We need <laughs> mm. compassion. We need kindness. Yeah. And so, if as a photographer, I try to apply all these things. Mm. you know in every aspect you know in every job that i do you know i'm just i don't know if i'm answering i'm i'm answering this
0: as long as you're being honest yeah we just want to step into the mind yeah for a little bit of Tom seta just to learn from you how you see things from your perspective so Mm. telling a story your experience and thank you you you're sharing you're sharing exactly what we need to hear which is the truth Mm. you know it's not rosy mm-hmm. you you get challenged yeah, you all the your time work. you have months going on without uh assignments yeah. and you, you still you know make out time to do your thing yeah mm-hmm. so that's really good here i feel like it's very relatable um i d- let me not because s- it's not about me but yes i you know tom like yeah. sometimes i just i tell you to like i'm not sure i was looking at my pictures um Google sometimes brings um, old pictures to your to your phone memory and, mm-hmm. and then you see old pictures I you showed. I'm like, oh my god, I used to shoot better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I should go back to this mm. or, or just go forward and do better. But I, I get guess, I guess the part of being challenged from time to time. Um, so yeah, y- you mentioned something about being homeless before. I know personally, I've heard th- uh, your story um, thanks to Photographer's collage of twenty sixteen. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. when I met you. Yeah, yeah that's when what we Thank met. Thank you, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> you know uh, that did change my life for real. How? Um, <laughs> it did. It yeah. did. It did in, in many ways that I can say right now. But um, yeah, just well, I don't. I, I don't think we really have to go into a lot of that. Um, hopefully, maybe we we'll get another. We we'll get another time to talk about your story you know like mm-hmm. your, your beginnings and mm-hmm. all of that but uh, you mentioned it I believe you mentioned it for a reason and that period where you ha- went through a hard or difficult time this was way before photography right mm-hmm. or was this while you were trying to start up as a photographer
1: you mean when I went when I was homeless yeah no that was before I became a photographer and I became a photographer while homeless oh. and I was able to make money from my face photography gig to get a house mm. so photography kind of took me off the street oh that's yeah.
0: nice because most people most people kind of see photography to be you know something people who have some money can afford you know you mm. need to buy this nice camera and mm. you know this nice lens and all of that to mm. to go to some fancy occasions you know to shoot really Glamorously looking people, um, so that's what it looks like in the Instagram world. But mm. so, how did you start like 12 years ago? Oh my god, my mask is really poor, but that's like uh, 2020, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20 10, that's 2010 minus 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2008.
1: Yeah, I yeah, I mean, uh, professionally, okay. that's when I started. Okay,
0: yeah. okay, so professionally, uh, so uh, how can you just quickly tell me like how, how did your how did photography become a channel for you to have you know to, to have a different kind of livelihood, you know, yeah. Wi- without having all the resources at your disposal. Hm.
1: Hmm. Um I I mean my first of all my uh, ex- experience or exposure to photography was, you know, like when we're growing up as children or kids like every christmas you go to the uh, the photo studio yeah to take a photo yeah and you never even get to touch the camera you stay in the studio and the guy just like and you see a nice picture yeah yeah and and all that you just couldn't wait for the print to come out you have Mm -hmm. to wait for days for them to develop Mm -hmm. and all that and yes that was my experience my first experience with that and i i love that the act of that like even sometimes Just the whole process of, you know, making those photographs was just amazing for me. So I was always, like, fascinated with, like, photography from a young age. Mm. But then when I was, when I became, when I was homeless, um, you know, I was very, like, I do. Like, I do, not doing anything, you know. And I wasn't begging for money on the streets. So, like, I would sleep with other homeless people and they wake up to go and beg and why i would just just stay there and this was like close to a mag where they sell newspapers and magazines Mm. so i wake up and i'll sit at the newsstand where they sell magazines and i'll just browse through all the magazines and newspapers and a post office was around there as well so there were always a lot of stationaries and magazines like Subscription that people would subscribe, and the post office would just like end up not delivering or oh. getting damaged and all that. So I was exposed to all these things. So I would look at these things all the time, and then I would also sleep on these magazines, newspapers as well. Sometimes we we would lay them as our bed, and you know sleep on them. Mm-hmm. So you constantly being faced with images all the time. I get that. I you know I was like oh, this is quite interesting. So you, it, it you know your homeless. But you're seeing stories of people from different parts of the world. Like a photo that was taken by a photographer from New York who's in Iraq or who's in India who's somewhere in Russia or in you know, Kenya and all over the place. You're seeing all this f- so you're seeing what's happening in other world through these yeah. magazines and I was like this is like, interesting, like I you know, and I around me here I kind of saw life on the street also being very interesting as well. So I was like I would love to capture.: I captured this like, um, and so I didn't have a camera, but when I see people with a camera, um, I would just walk up to them and try to be friends with them.: mm. Yeah, so that was just how we started. But you know, as a homeless person, a lot of people don't want to trust you with their camera. They think you're going to like
2: Run wheels. <laughs> run
1: away <also>. Run away <laughs> <laughs> run, away with the cam- run away with their camera. So th- I had a notebook, I bought a notebook and so sometimes it has sister if I see somebody with a camera, mm-hmm. I will sketch, I'll try to sketch the camera mm. and then I will, that's if the person did not want to talk to me but mm. they're still hanging the camera, mm-hmm. I would just like you know, sketch it and then I will find somebody who eventually have time to talk to me mm. that has a camera, w- and I would use that as an a as a way to get to them like, all right, like I have a picture of this. What is this button? <laughs> what does this thing do? What does this thing do? And then oh then mm. they'll lift up their camera, Oh, it's here, like yeah. this is what it does and yeah. this it is and then it's it's like that. So also i started, like connecting with people from time to time and learning and then yeah, and then and then we they were like a a a library, a public library around there too but they didn't have books on photography, so I just go in there to just look at pictures and like, and then later on I got to learn about the internet. So someone told me, yo, you could go on inst- on on um on the internet and read about these things. So I started going to the internet, and I couldn't even afford that. But I would go to a cyber cafe, and so when I would wait when people drive their car, mm-hmm. um, to come to the cyber cafe. If their car is dirty, then I will go and, like, clean their car or wash their car. And then I will tell them, hey, like, you see, I will ask them first, like, can I wash your car, and then <laughs> yeah. I don't need money from you, but maybe just leave, like, 15 minutes of your internet time. Because back in the days, they used to use a code. Yeah. Where you... <laughs> I, I, I did it, too. I, I, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was how I was, like, trying to just, like... Yeah get access to internet and like i'll ask people for time and i'll go to cyber cafes as well and help them to clean as well and, s- and then they'll give me like sometimes ten minutes sometimes and you're
0: doing this to learn about the camera yeah the to
1: read about it because i've just got fascinated by it and i just wanted to learn more and i wanted to just be busy i wanted to have a purpose mm. and a lot of like i said a lot of these homeless people that i was sleep a lot of them will they will go out to beg stay on the street and beg but i just i didn't want to do that you know i i felt like you know because i watched a lot of them like rehearse how to beg and how to make people feel pity on them and i feel like this is like taking away your dignity
0: it's really inspiring to to see positive stories come from that you know perspective like oh you could have had a humble beginning but mm-hmm. it doesn't really stop you from aiming for the best you mm-hmm. know i just want to say like right now okay tom you're not asking me to do this but i'm just going to do it okay mm-hmm. you showed me your your cameras mm-hmm. some minutes ago mm-hmm. i'm right here in your apartment right
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and if i put all these things together in course i'm sure you can <laughs> You can't like if, if we go if we, if we give it to you back then you know you could get the house you could get so much mm. and you know I'm just saying this again to kind of encourage that young person who is really starting out in photography and thinking
2: mm-hmm. oh
0: well I don't have nothing and <coughs> yeah don't don't give me motivational talks like inspire to aspire to to get you if you if you can dream it you can achieve it if you mm. can think it you can you can be it yeah. you know that's not what i'm trying to do but really from your story it's almost like that is that's what happens you 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 kind of stretch for something beyond your corner and yeah i feel like you're there right now you know you can afford this life and you can afford the gears and you can afford to do that thing that fascinated you that you couldn't even hold the cameras then you you would have to draw it sometimes just to learn about it and now you can afford to get those things and um which is even not the destination the destination is even still more purposeful which is to tell the stories and hopefully create change or impact lives positively mm. um so i'm just saying that again for our listeners mm-hmm. yeah um so now what are you reading these days like what influences you these days to because this is 2020 you've been doing Mm. this for 12 years um you have a lot of followers people look up to you i personally respect you your work the brilliance you know the simplicity yeah and yeah the your low-key life which speaks really loud louder than your voice is heard online and all of that um what what's inspiring inspiring you these days what's influencing your decision making your value system you know what is building your character as a creative today yeah what are your sources what are your go-to sources like oh this book or this voice or this guy there's probably a lot but you can give me like top five
1: (sighs) (laughs) Um, i mean from the beginning of this, um, I talked about how I've, I, feel, I feel lost, I feel like, you know, maybe the stories that I've covered or the things that I've seen has really affected the way I see things. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, I mean, my inspiration still comes from, you know, just my interaction with people. You know, I think I'm inspired by people's stories, you know, and I, I, you know, I read books, you know, um, I struggle with, you know, depression sometimes, you know, anxiety, uh, struggle with uh, social anxiety, a lot of anxiety. And so I've been reading a lot of books about, um, you know, depression and anxiety. And just reading about, you know, human connections as well, and about um, philosophy. Reading a lot, a lot of books on philosophy as well. Mm. And um, yeah, I'm reading all kinds of, all kinds of stuff, you know.
0: This this seems to me like it has more to do with your mental and, um, uh, like a different kind of aspect of intelligence that that doesn't really touch on your skill as a photographer yeah but more like yeah on your soft skills like emotion yeah mental yeah my mental health your
1: mental health and mental health of other humans as well yeah i think uh human i mean mental health is something that um we ignore a lot about ourselves and that's what i also that's what also happens to me so i ignored my mental health for a long time i I didn't take it serious. Uh, I was so much just focused on, <laughs> you know, my work and forgot to take care of my own mental health completely. You know, um, and so I'm learning a lot about that now. Um, it's it's almost like really messed me up, you know, mentally, and I'm like, oh no, I need to like really, uh, I really need to focus and I need to understand what's happening to me. You know and you know a lot of my friends people don't even understand when i open uh, about this to some people they're like oh what know, are you talking d- about yeah and I, that's that was my own same approach as well when the beginning when i started learning about you know depression and all this i was like eh, that word even sounds foreign to me
0: yeah we don't we, yeah. we don't put it a lot in our vocabulary like yeah. locally here it's, yeah it's not very common yeah,
1: yeah. and you know a uh, lot of Trauma, you know, first time I heard a word like, you know, post-traumatic, you know, disorder, Trares trauma disorder. was like in 2012. I was like, what is that? You know, and and so I, I really never took this thing serious. And also, th- I work in a very difficult environment. And also, man, living in Nigeria is <laughs> difficult. Living <laughs> in Lagos is difficult. Yeah. You know, I spend a lot of time in, like, yeah. very difficult environment, you know. Uh. And also, you know, one moment like you're in a very run down, very poor community. One moment you're like you're hanging around with like rich people who have no idea what it means to survive in such a place. Mm. You know. So I'm I'm I was like going back and forth with all this now. And, and I was really struggling a lot with that as well, especially like when I moved to Lagos here. The wealth disparity here really messed me up like so many rich people here with so much poverty here and no one is really talking about this thing people on the island don't even want to go to the mainland they don't even know what life is like on the mainland like there's just a whole lot of like so many social issues here that it's causing a lot of human uh, disconnection with humans mm-hmm. and, and then everyone is like so focused on social media and like putting their life out mm-hmm. there on social media and not really <laughs> yeah Uh, not really connecting and not really connecting and to understand i was like this thing was just messing me up and i was like what's going on but you know and i just ignored it for a long time and it got to a point where it really got a a big it took a a toll on me Mm. and it's also one of the reasons i haven't been on social media for a long time for two years i took a break from social media i'm just gradually beginning to like post instagram stories mm. graduate even that it's it comes with a lot of anxiety yeah. pressure because yeah. also a lot of my friends are like, oh tom post now like we we want to know what you've been up to you know
0: they care about it though. you know like you i mean want to well see, we'll see what you've been up to so like
1: yeah. that. um so like i'm really like really reading a lot and trying to understand human you know Connection. connections and how this is affect us and and also that's always my advice to <laughs> young photographers when they come to me are like i'm like take care of your mental health it's really important like um and be kind i go back to always saying, be kind to other people we have a lot of empathy like you know you don't have to walk in other people's shoes to understand to really to be it. kind to them mm. Just know everyone is is is, is struggling mm. you know so i'm really learning uh, reading uh, trying to understand can, can you
0: give me one like one source i'd like a name so that uh, name whoever is listening like i don't know you know it could be helpful maybe a book
1: a book uh so at the moment at the moment i'm reading a a book it's just there it's called lost connections by johan harry um okay. lost connection by johan harry
0: okay yeah. okay any other one one
1: more one more um other than that i'm like i'm watching a lot of youtube videos there's a lot of videos on ted talk um, i mean ted talks on youtube online so i just go online and i just you know look up videos you know on depression mental health and Mm. you know anxiety Mm. and all that so i just look through whatever is interest me i just read so i'm reading a lot of about that i'm reading a lot on on just on general and social issues yeah and yeah
0: okay that's 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 good thanks um one more thing so that's that's on the part of what you're really reading right now Mm -hmm. um now what has helped you over time i know we're gradually coming to the end of this session but what has helped you over time develop your skill as a photographer aside to practice which Mm -hmm. is which is very important, right? Consistent mm-hmm. practice. What helps you develop your eye? I'll, I'll, I'll give you an instance. For me, I remember, uh, like year twenty fifteen, I realized like photography is a lot more than just you know what what you do in like a photo studio. Mm-hmm. Like when I was there, uh, when I started learning about documentary photography, mm-hmm. um, I I I I um, scrolled or browsed through. WordPress photo site mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. and I would just always check like the best images from mm-hmm. a particular year and I'm like oh why and I would look into the story and see you know and it really helped me build my like my eye in mm-hmm. a way like I could see I can tell mm-hmm. I can tell a photograph that's really brilliant sometimes mm-hmm. just from studying so are there photographers you look up to that you learn from people that help critique your work you know mm. yeah just so we
2: can
1: learn from them as well. Mhm. Yeah, there's uh whoa there's uh it's a um, bunch of them. Um there is uh there's a friend of mine, uh Laura, Laura Bushnik. She's a Palestinian French photographer, Palestinian. She's Palestinian photographer uh, with a French citizenship mm-hmm. that I I you know, I met her a while ago and um, you know we've been good friends and I really admire her work a lot and I you know I get to talk to her about my work as well and there is um, Roddy Roddy Raw is a Jamaican American photographer based out of New York. Um he's been photographing a lot on black struggles in America. Aww. And I really really love Roddy's work a lot and you know I talk to him, you know. Um a lot of times as well, and there is, uh, um, Ida Muluna, the Ethiopian photographer. There is Hannah Morales, the um, um, she's Filipino photographer. There's is a lot, there's a lot of photographers. I can't remember their name right. Okay, I, I'll Hannah. keep those for your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I know Anna, Anna though. Yeah, is it Anna
0: or Hannah? Hannah. 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 Oh, she did okay.
1: her workshop here in Lagos. Yes. Here, you know. Yes, yeah. Uh, it's it's, a, it's a, uh, yeah, a lot of them the list is so long okay so, you know, i'm friends with a lot of photographers and okay. You know, yeah.
0: okay well well this for this is what we'll do for now so thank you tom uh i th- i feel like this is an open-ended conversation if there's anything like that like uh we could go on and on mm-hmm. um, it's not open-ended actually you've said a lot that we can point to um but thank you thank you for the time Thank you for pouring out honestly and openly. Now, finally, like finally, finally, like, is mm-hmm. there anything else you'd like to like let someone out there who really cares to know something that's on your mind, something truthful, something, you know, just just an extra, or to reiterate what you've said already. You know, is there something you'd like to say to someone who's hoping to learn something key from you, right? Yeah. Hmm.
1: <laughs> what well, I mean? I'm, Give us a
2: life hack. Come I on, would. I on. would
1: just say, like, just read. Read. Yeah. Okay. Read, like, um, we as a photographer, like, I would say, read, <laughs> research, like, just do a lot of reading. Like, okay. read on different topics. Okay. Stay out of your comfort zone. Read something. Read. Read about science. Read about environment. Read about biology. Read something on philosophy. Read just just read research and read different topics open be open minded to learn new things like um, yeah I would just say like that's what I do like I read a lot you Mm. know just trying to understand people's different world and you know just (laughs) read I get that yeah I get that so
0: Tolani Ali is is uh, Sova's Dean is what? Sova's Dean it's just it's just something cool (laughs) Mm. so she's uh she's like my partner Mm. on on sova um and why she is is because she's very big on the details you know Mm. it goes beyond she would always say it goes beyond just taking pictures you mm. have to learn. She's a big reader. In fact, you want to piss Solani off? Don't read. Don't be. Don't be learners. <laughs> just, yeah. just talk from whatever you have in your mind. You yeah. know, she really wants photographers to be studious and uh, studious yeah. or studious. Yeah. Uh, to read a lot, to learn, to see things from different perspectives. Perspective, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And do a lot of research. Yeah. yeah. So I yeah, th- I I agree with you because yeah. I know that I I know mm. that there's a difference when I take my time to read up on something or to learn things differently mm. you know it's I always learn, yeah, yeah, yeah it learn something new about someone yeah and, and it, it improves um my work especially when i'm trying to say something about the yeah. pictures it's not just the pictures itself oh yeah, yeah When i have to write something about the pictures it, it's it's informed yeah usually yeah all right and that's it that's it i could go on thank you so much
2: yeah
1: <laughs> thank you thank you so much for yeah, yeah.